When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Everybody, that was a stroll in the park. Um, I wasn't on the edge of my seat. I wasn't nervous. Um, Rangers didn't make me sweat, even though I'm a, I'm a big man and I just naturally sweat anyway. But um, <laughs> for the first time in I don't know how long, um, that was a, a comfortable, comfortable watch. Um, Rangers were outstanding. Um it's the best I've seen us play in a long, long time. Individual performances were excellent. Um, so, yeah, hello, welcome back to a very, very happy uh, Rangers rabble as we react to Hearts nil, Rangers 3,000, uh, Rangers 3. Um, could easily have been 3,000. Um, I'm joined again by Kerr and Craig. Um, gentlemen, good evening. Um, hello to everybody tuning in. Hello to everybody in the comments. I'll just say it now, where well, we're all still happy before, uh, no doubt care finds something to drag us all down. Um, <laughs> if you're watching on the old YouTube, please do like and subscribe. Get your comments and we'll get as many up as we can. And for the first time in a long time, I don't think there's anything that we can really complain about. There's no negativity. Um, that was a proper Michael Beal performance, a proper individual performance from everybody, everybody doing their jobs, everybody knew what they were doing. Um, make no mistake about it, Hearts are the third best team in Scotland, like Kerr says, though that doesn't always mean much. Um, but you put them to the sword in their own backyard comfortably, and yeah, that was magical. Um, so yeah, hello and welcome. Kerr. Yes. What's your thoughts? Superb uh, performance was brilliant, but I was confident at the start. And I have to say, I've a few people in the chat saying I was criticizing uh, Tolman and Joel Lundstrom. And I have to say, both of them are superb tonight. I can't fault them at all. Tolman was great going forward, he took his goal really well, and he was all over the pitch. Joel Lundstrom kept everything simple, he won the ball, he was putting the ball forward, his movement was good, he was defending. Everybody played really well tonight, man. I've nothing to, nothing to moan about at all. Probably the only small negative is we shall win more. But apart from that, we were fantastic. And it just shows you, yeah, I mean, Hearts ain't the third best side and they probably are. But that doesn't mean nothing. It doesn't mean nothing at all. 
we could have scored more, we should have probably scored more, and the performance was brilliant. And I can say that's it, she's going to be a starter, so I'm special because everything was so good, so quick. The ba- we've done the basics very, very well, which we've not done for a while. And I just thought everybody looked happy when they're playing, they looked comfortable, they knew each other were in the part. It was just a great performance. I'm so happy for the guys. Yeah, um, Stacey, you're absolutely spot on. Kev was wrong on all fronts. And he was even wrong about Lowry getting minutes. You know what I mean? So it just goes to show. Do you know, I, I wish people could see the WhatsApp groups. Kev's wrong all the time. Um, he just, for some reason, he seems to make some sense when he comes on here. I don't know how. Um, John Batchelor, straight in there, 899 Super Chat. Thank you very much, John. Um, it's it's just so good, Craig, to come away from a Rangers game and go... I'm just, I've got nothing to moan about. I'm so happy that the performance was really, really good. Um, we restricted hearts to nothing. Every player done what they wanted. It's not as if we're coming on here and saying, yeah, we won 3-2, but you know, we made it hard for ourselves. So we didn't do this, we didn't do that. Everything just fitted into place. I honestly thought you were opening monologue, you were going to go, right, and that's the end of the podcast, we're done, because <laughs> we could just I say... Could have, I could have, we could, could all just that's, that's the end of the podcast tonight, you absolutely summed it up. We, everything we said before the game, we were on here a couple of weeks ago, and we come on here at the end, and we sort of moaned that everything we'd spoken about pre-match, they just decided to ignore. Um, I honestly do think that Michael Bean had this on before the game, because everything we talked about, be at them quick, get the ball moving, um, don't give them any time. The number of times first half that they... And the commentators even said they were hunting in packs, just closing down the defenders. Tillman, I think, got the ball twice in the first ten minutes in their in their final third. Um, yeah, every single player was at least an eight out of ten. Even even Sakala, yes, he was a bit wasteful, but even for me, he was he was wasteful, but also just absolutely chaotic. And they just did not know how to handle him. And I couldn't I, like you. I sat downstairs, and normally I'm itching and I'm jumping up and down and. I just sat there like it was, like I like I was watching a replay of a match. It was it was so stress free, unbelievable. Yeah, it's it's amazing, care the difference a couple of signings can make, isn't it? It's amazing a couple of forward passes can make, man. No, <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, obviously, Campbell come on was good to see, and even when he come on, he looked good again and. Obviously, we get Raskin sitting watching, who's probably eager to get on the pitch as well. And listen, we all know how good we can be. It's just we've not been up, we've not been playing that way due to different reasons and obviously a different manager. But Michael Beale's got everybody starting believing in themselves again and believing in each other. I'm thinking if I lose a ball, somebody behind you to get it back for you, which we were doing tonight. I mean, somebody said we were hunting in packs, so we were pressing really well. We were only pressing ones and twos, we were pressing as a unit. Defending as a unit and attacking as a unit, whereas before it was a case of one or two go, one or two sat, and we didn't really know where anybody else was in the park. But no, the, the team played really well, and it's it just makes you excited for the next game coming, do you know what I mean? Because I know we've been playing well, we, we've, we've not lost a game, but everybody was saying we won by the odd goal, we had to come from behind. But tonight, like I say, that was very impressive, very easy, and I don't think the players probably, some of them probably even have broke sweat because hearts were awful, but they were only awful because they couldn't touch us, basically. They couldn't get needs. Even if they tried to play a bit better, they still couldn't get needs. We were that good. Yeah, yeah, outstanding. Right, 
we'll, we'll discuss this very quickly, then we'll move on. Um, point for Curry. Um, right, I'm going to bring bring it down a slight notch. It's not like you, Curry. Um, Kent needs to stop sticking the leg out trying to get a penalty. There was no need. Right. Um, <clears throat> when I first seen it, Craig, I thought, oh, penalty. Oh, um, in real time. You see the replay. Kent dives, gets booked for it. No penalty. Right decision, then you move on. Yeah, first at first glance in real time, I jumped up and screamed penalty and was clapping my hands together. The girlfriend thought I was something was going on in the kitchen because uh, she could just hear me shouting. Seeing it back, he doesn't need to do it. If he lets himself get clattered, he wins the penalty. If he if he lets himself get taken out, it's a stonewall penalty. Um, VAR obviously out to get us because that's obviously the way it works, right? Um, but yeah, he didn't need to do it. Maybe I'm sure Bill will tell him that, and it's just silly because, like I say, if he if he just runs at his normal pace, runs at his normal angle, the player takes him down, penalty, and it's three 0 and it's it's game over a lot sooner than it needed to be. Yeah, Cairn, it's it's not something I like to see. I don't like to see it when it's against us. I don't like to see other players doing it. Um, if you're not going to get fouled, carry on. If you don't need to go down, don't go down. Again, Ryan Kent tonight though. Um, he's just since Bill's come in he's like a new man um, and right. again we, we could have the exact same conversation about every player and, and listen we probably will um, mm-hmm. listen I'm going to be we're going to be on until 2 in the morning folks I'm not going to lie I'm, I'm off tomorrow Martin are you uh, off tomorrow right um, listen but, but Kent tonight here again um, he, he's just real proper quality thank you since he's came it's been a joy to watch yeah, he has He's inconsistent spells at time because that's what all players doing under Gio. He was kind of frustrated and it didn't look to be playing. He was stuck out in the ring, so he looked like he was it was not like he wasn't caring, but he was lost. And then since uh, Michael Bills came in, obviously they know each other for the way past and they, they trust him, they trust each other, and you can see that in the way he plays, but he's given a free roll. He finds space in the part he can create, he can his goal scoring could be better, but that I say he does take chances, but he's just so good to watch Ryan when he's on full flow and he's even when he's running and, and making angles, he's taking players away for other players and on the penalty tonight. Listen, players do this all the time. They're going at Ryan's going at some space with the pace when he's running and all attackers stick a foot against the defender. He's waiting Cochran touch him. Cochran does well to pull out at the last minute and Ryan still sticks his leg out and goes down. For one angle, it did look a penalty, but looking for behind the goal, it wasn't a penalty. So he get a yellow card, fair enough, and move on. But I wouldn't criticise him for that because a lot of players do exactly the same thing. I know, I just don't like to see it. I just, and I'm not going to sit here with a boy tinted specs on and, and not say anything when if it happens to us, we'll be, I'll be the first one to bring it up in a reaction. Well. I just don't like to see it. You get a yellow card, you move on, end of story. Um, John Batchelor again with the 899 Super Chats. John, thank you very, very much. And it's good to see you've got the old picture back. Um, by the way, make a point as well when you put in these Super Chats and we'll read it out and, and we'll get discussing the points as well. And that goes for everybody. Um, get your get your thoughts in the comments. There's hundreds and hundreds of comments coming in. We'll try and read out as many um, as we can. Uh, the first goal, Craig, nine minutes, I think it was. Um, again, Kent with the assist. It's, it's great to see him getting more assists. I'd just love to see him add a few more goals. And hopefully, with, it, with the style that we're, we're bringing out now, hopefully that does happen. Um, Hearts might be 
I'm slightly annoyed, or Robbie Nielsen, I should say. I'm not, no doubt he'll find something to complain about, but um, he'll be slightly annoyed with the defending. But, I mean, Alfie in that kind of forum. Um, maybe he shouldn't be out jumping centre-backs or whatever, but Alfie, 1-0. Yeah, I think it was the full-back that he was up against, if I remember rightly. But we, he could have had one before that if he hadn't strayed offside, um, which was the simplest. He's looking across the line when Sakala puts him through. Um, so he could have actually that could have actually been his second um, goal. Yeah, quick thinking. We we complained in the past about we don't react to free kicks and throw-ins when we played um, in the past. But it was good to see us sort of Kent have a little bit of initiative. Um, notice that they're waiting for the ball to come in, makes a quick move, gets the ball, um, takes the defender on. And I think it was the actually it was the striker or the winger that he took on. Who obviously isn't really defensively minded. Um, little dink ball back and then. Yeah, Morelos, even even Morelos ain't going to miss from sort of three or four yards out of the centre of the goal. Um, but yeah, so it was a brilliant goal and one that um, we, for the first five, ten minutes, we we absolutely deserve to have. Yeah. Um, Stephen Gillespie, Five Pound Super Chat channel member. Thank you, Stephen. Can we, can we win this league next old forum? We crushed them, in my opinion. Um, great performance. Tonight, um, after a performance like that, care everybody's happy. You know the adrenaline's flooding. You, um, listen, <laughs> it's going to be very, very difficult to win the league. It's, it's going to take other teams to take points off of them. They don't look like dropping many points either. If we're, be, if we're going to sit here and be brutally honest, I don't want to bring the, the tone of the the reaction down. Um, but they don't look like dropping many points. The old forum games could be crucial, and and do I have a lot more confidence going into them now? Um, yes, I absolutely do. We're, we're a much better team. We're more organised, etc. Um, it's, it's going to be very difficult, um, but it's 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 not as if it's inconceivable, is it? You're on mute, Kerr. Come on, keep keep the flow going, Kerr. Come on. I'm going to go on mute so I don't make any noises. Been used at all. Uh, I still think it's out with. To be honest with you. Yeah, you can never say never, but nine points is a lot. If Michael Beale had been in for the start of the season, I think we'd been a title race. But he wasn't, so I think this season it's going to take a, a big effort, but it's not just for us, but for other teams. And they don't look like they're going to drop points against anybody else now, maybe apart from us. And that's how I don't see it happening. So if we didn't have two games against them, Cairn, and it was more than nine points, I would be sitting here saying it's impossible. Is it improbable? Yes. Um, but it's it, the point I'm making is it's just it's not impossible. No, nothing's impossible, but I just don't see it happening. So I hope like the rest of the groups the rest of the chat keeps saying I'm wrong, so I hope I'm wrong again and we do come back and win the league. So <laughs> reverse psychology again, not Listen, you can never say never, but I just think nine points is a lot to claw back. It is, of course. It's, it, would be, it would be extremely difficult. It, they would have to throw it away, effectively. Um, but That'd stranger, be great. That'd be fantastic to watch as well. Stranger things have happened, and pressure does strange things to people, um, as we've seen from a certain manager um, in press conferences of late. Uh, Craig, your second goal. Um, you never give up on a ball. Uh, as Connor Goldson didn't, and and Tillman's there with a lovely wee finish. Tillman again, who care was fantastic tonight. He was Craig. Yeah, it should have been the fourth goal because again we had one, we had one offside after after that that was very close. I think um, 
Sakala will be having a word with the uh, assistant refs after tonight. Yeah, it's a, a bit of a deviation because one thing that's annoyed me this season is we stick to the same out-swinging corner. Very rarely in-swinging corner, but mostly out-swinging corner. It doesn't come to anything. This one, we change it up a bit. Ball out to Barisic. At first, I thought our oh, Borna's whipped that one straight out the ground because he's, he's really overhit that. Um, Goldson makes a good run at the back post and obviously heads it back. And uh, there's Tillman. Tillman's the one player that probably reacts quick enough to sort of know what Goldson's going to do. Um, and Big Connor looked very, very happy on the replay um, at his little at his little assist. No, I'm, I'm, I'm on mute. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, I'm just looking for the comment here. Um, there it's there. Kieran, Kieran Gillis. I don't like this use part, um, right? But however, however, he's asking a question. I think so he's just talking to us in general, not talking as a news. I know, I know, I know. I'm just I'm having a wee laugh here. I'm, I'm happy. I'm bored tonight. I'm oh, used to I, seeing you happy, man. I know, I know. <laughs> I might even, here, by the way, I might even give an opinion shortly, but then that would be. That would be said something. Um, we're just trying to sign Tillman on a permanent basis. Um, showing signs of being better than Aribo. Just wondering if yous would spend the hefty fee on him. Ken, I would sign him tomorrow. Yeah, I think we've all said we would sign him. I mean, he's still young. He's still learning, developing. He's going to get better, as we can see how good he is at the moment. And I think we've all signed him because... If he does develop over the next 12 TT month, I think we could sell him for a lot of money. And that's what the club will be looking at. It's not buying it, saying them in, it's how much he can maybe make on him because it's a business at the end of the day. But I think he's probably been told he's coming in, to be honest with you. I think the club, and I think it's just whatever deal they can get with Bayern, if it's is it money up front or is it over a period of time. So, no, I think Malik will be here next season. Uh, I sincerely hope so, Craig. Um, I think he could be. Um, and, uh, and do you know what? I said this on a show before, and I'll say it again. I'm, I'm going to stop, because I'm guilty of it as well, right? I'm going to stop trying to judge players on how much the resale value can be. Um, we all know the money that we can make back from Tillman. We can make the money back off Bayern Munich if we really wanted to. But if we, if we just start talking in terms of what can the player do coming into your team going forward, um, I think that's the way that we have to start speaking now. And we signed Tillman on a on a permanent deal. Whether he's with us for two year, three year, four year, it doesn't matter. What he can do in the short term, medium term, long term, he could be massive for this football club. Even even one year, even one mm. season, next season permanently would be if he if he signs permanently for five million, wins us a treble, and then leaves for twenty million back to Bayern Munich, I'd be over the moon. <laughs> it was then he's not only been a good buy on the business side of the club but he's also been a good buy on the footballing side because he's won us trophies um, I think we will as good as he's been in bits and bursts this season I think we'll see the better of the best of Manit Tillman next season once he's had a year in our league a year knowing what to expect um, going to grounds like Tyne Castle Easter Road Parkhead um, knowing how the game works I honestly think we'll see the best of him and he could be he could be a big pivotal part of our team next year. I mean, don't, don't, he's only what 20, 20, 21, 20, something like that. You know, he's, he's not he's not anywhere near the peak of the peak of his powers. He's only going to get better each season, especially with the right coaching as well. So, a hundred percent, absolute no brainer for me. But Curry makes the point here. Um, it, it all it does all come down 
if he wants to stay at Rangers, we're all just assuming that he wants to stay. Yeah, we, we are. And listen, I think when you come to Rangers and you get the club inside you, you, you want to come back. You don't want to leave because, yeah, he's going back to Bayern Munich and they're a fantastic club, but they're just something about being at Rangers. So I think Malik will come back and I think he enjoys it here and you see the way he's playing. And you said, I mean, Malik's not going to reach his peak for another five, six years. So if we develop him well, he'll turn a fantastic footballer because you see what he's like just now. She's kind of his first full season in a top flight league, as in playing week in, week out. So, no, I think five million, I know five million is a lot of money for us, but I think he is worth it. So I think he will come. Oh, yeah, five million is a drop in the ocean for him um, to get him in 100%. Um, Kerr, when you go in at half time and you're 2 0 up, and it probably should be five or six, let's be honest, but. <clears throat> at least we've got that second goal, which we haven't been getting. I suppose the worry in the back of your mind always is when it's been that easy and you've controlled the game that much and you've got a couple of goals, that when you come out for the second half, you might slow down, you, the, the passing might not be as quick, you might just take your eye off the ball because you think the job's done. By no means in the second half were we as good as what we were in the first. Um, I think we, we would all agree that. But we did come back out in the second half with the same philosophy of keep the ball, try and score, and we were by far the better team. And we got a penalty a few sh- a few short minutes <laughs> into um, the the second half. I'm going to ask you the question, Kerr, before I discuss the penalty. Um, for you, was it? Why not? I don't think it's a penalty. Can you explain what happened and, and run through that? Be a be a professional podcaster. A reason I just don't think it's a penalty. That's my reason. <laughs> no explanation. I just don't think it's a penalty. If it's up the other end, I'd have been shouting, that's not a penalty. So even if it's in our end, don't get me wrong, if he gave it, I'd have been happy, but it wasn't a penalty. No, uh, I was I was being facetious. I was being very facetious. Um, yeah. um, Big Dave, £10 super chat. Thank you very much, Big Dave. Uh, nine starting players were old guard. We ruled time castle like it was 2021. Cholak, not the man for our style now. Alfie is more effective. Tillman has won me over. Beal is the man. SPL, fear us next season. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, I don't know why my throat's gone. It's not as if I was over-celebrating or anything like that. Um Craig, just quickly on Cholak, didn't get a lot of minutes. He's not had a lot of minutes since he came back, really. Um, I think there is a place for him in this Rangers team under Beal. I, I think there is a way back for him in this team. Um, he started the season so, so well when we were playing great. Um, once he gets a chance to play with some of the new players and, and some of the some of the older players under a Beal system, um, I, I, I think genuinely he could be excellent. Yeah, I agree, because I don't think... Alfie's going to stay next season. I can see Alfie going um, when his contract ends. I think all the talk the manager's had since he's been here has been about Ryan Kent staying. Very little talk about Alfie staying. Um, so I'd be very surprised if, if Morelos is there. At the moment, he's doing the job because he is or has been the only fit striker. And it just happens to be that he's had a, he's had a good run of form. Um, he got two goals tonight and probably should have had an extra one. Um, but for me, Beal's not going to have come into this job see the work because he, he, he's admitted he was watching games um, since he's been away at Rangers games. He'll be keeping an eye on the game. Um, there's no way he will look at Cholak and go, no, he's not for me, without really giving him a chance. He came in, 
He played a little bit of the game against Leverkusen, got injured, and then has barely been seen since then. So um, Bill's not going to not going to disregard him that quickly, in my opinion. I think he he will adapt the team's style to fit Cholak, and obviously then he's also talked about bringing a new striker in next season who will probably be completely different to Cholak and Morelos, and sort of base the team around them. But Cholak for me will will absolutely have a place um, in the team going forward, in my opinion. Yeah, um, Stacey, at least give reasoning. It's not a pain because I don't think it is right. I was being facetious because we already discussed it. Kent, thank you, Dave. Yeah, I was just, I was just, I was, uh, maybe it was a, it was a poor segue, Stacey. Um, I'm, I'm, when I'm in a good mood, I don't tend to make much sense. Um, so I do apologize. And I understood, I understood that. That's why I answered that. Like, but that's just because you know me, Kent. You probably not kept it for a live segment. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Kerr, Cholak, what about yourself? Um, just a, a, a wee bit of settling in time. Needed, needs to get back, playing a good... He needs more minutes coming back from his injury. And he, he also needs to learn the way that, that Bill wants him to play. I think he does. And I think, like Craig said, he's, he can score goals. We've not got a lot of strikers at the moment because you don't know when Ruth's ever fit and Takala is more playing out wide. So if anything happened to Alfred between now and the end of the season... You've got to play Cholak, haven't you? So I think there's a place for him. He needs to get back playing more minutes because he has been injured. And Listen, he'll figure out a way to play. Bill will figure out a way to fit him in there. And he's got that many guys going forward. And if they can create the chances which we were creating tonight, Cholak will take them because he's a goal scorer at the end of the day. And that's what, that's what he came in and done. He scored goals at the start of the season, which probably kept us in. The top of the league at one point because he was the only one that's kind of scoring. So, listen, he's a goal scorer. He might not be the same as Alfie running the channels and other stuff and maybe hold up playing always good, but he knows where the net is. And if you've got Campbell feeding the ball, Tillman feeding the ball, Kent running off him and stuff, he's going to go he's going to find the net, he's going to score goals. So I think he just needs some more game time under the manager and things will come good from it. Don't think it's a case of he doesn't fit or whatever because he has been out since Michael Beals came in. I think he's been in, out and out just with niggling injuries and not really played because of Alfie starting to find a better forum, but listen, we need we need a big squad. Sometimes you need two or three players for each position. Mm-hmm. Yeah, listen, one hundred percent agree. Um, Curry, I, I can confirm that he's reading glasses. Um, I can see I can see Cholak starting on Saturday. Yeah. Listen, don't get ahead of yourself. This is the reaction, right? You should it. I'm not on the show before Saturday, so. I need content for tomorrow and Friday, so just you calm down, all right? Yeah, we don't need to get too far ahead of ourselves. Um, the third goal care um, was ruled out for offside. Now, I can't blame the linesman, right? I, because it, it was looking as if it was getting to a point where the linesman didn't even have to pay attention. He just knew Sakala was offside, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, but uh, it was given as offside, but it wasn't, he was onside and it was a fantastic ball in for Alfie and Alfie obviously scores his second goal. We'll come on to Alfie in a second. That's what Sakala gives you. There was periods throughout the game where he was frustrating, but the team were playing that well that it kind of goes unnoticed. Um, you can kind of put up with it when the rest of the team's performing well. Um, but but again, that's what he gives you. He gives you that split second of brilliance and he gives you five minutes of being offside. He does. It's, he does not hide fashion and you know... I mean, we've, we all know since he's come in, he's been a hit and miss, but he never hides. He gives you 100% effort and determination. It's like, like Craig said earlier on, but I mean, Alfie sure scored one earlier, but he didn't read offside like he, he was way ahead of it. it. 
when I first seen it right enough, I was watching I, my stream kept thinking down, don't I say that, but my kept buffering, so <laughs> I was watching Arts TV. Uh, and they say straight away it was a goal. Do you know what I mean? So they said they was what Cochrane kept him on side and he did, and it was a fantastic ball in Marellas took it well. But that's what fashion gives you because you have to play nine against it, you have to play on the defender's shoulder. So that's what he does well. And yeah, they're gonna get caught outside sometimes, but when you don't endeavor balls like that, they're gonna get goals fit. So it's just the way of playing football. And I think we were good tonight doing that. Yeah, VAR had its work cut out as a TV get the guy in the TV who kept saying there's smoke coming through it, it was going, it was getting used that much, but that's the way things are going to go. But when you play foot, when you play football, we be played tonight, it was so good going forward, Matt. And then it's difficult to defend against because some defenders want to go, some don't. And I just think fashion gives you that. And yeah, he's not going to be everybody's favourite, but listen, when he, when he plays well. It can be a joy to watch, but it can also be frustrating because one of these guys already seems to pick criticism of any fashion, especially when you're no winning games. But you win tonight, you have a bit of a laugh, but no, he done well. No, it, people do. I, I think sometimes it's valid and sometimes it's not so much, but he gives you a wee bit of ammunition sometimes, fashion to, to pick on certain points because you, you could see it certain points tonight. There was a couple of occasions where you can tell his brain's just going at 100 mile an hour. And he's no, you know, there's a short, simple pass and his, his legs are getting ready to pass the ball, but his brain's going, hurry up. And, and uh, But he offers you he offers you moments of quality. And um, I would, I would, he's a fantastic squad player to have. He really is. He's a fantastic squad player to have. Craig, just on VAR tonight, um, probably got everything right. We'll, we'll talk on one thing that maybe it might have got wrong, it might not have got wrong. It wouldn't have made much difference to the game. Um, but the, the only issue I've got, I think, is the length of time that it does take. Um, for example, the, the penalty that was overturned with Ryan Kent, it didn't need to be as long as what it did. Um, just just certain things here and there. That's the only issue I've got with VAR. Um, if VAR's brought in to do a job, then by all means, I'll, I'll back it. I'm not one of these people who jumps on the conspiracy bus as as a certain section of support do. Um, but it's just a <coughs> length of time. Yeah, I think if I remember rightly, when it was brought in the World Cup a few years ago, it was similar issues. Premier League had the teaming problems. It was taking a lot of time. Now it seems to be a lot quicker. So hopefully it's just, uh, it's just a few teaming problems. I mean, when they gave the penalty, when Beaton gave the penalty, was instructed by VAR to go and look at it. He took one look at the screen and come back and, and yellow carded Ryan Kent. So it wasn't like he needed... Yeah, but just tell him to go to the screen straight yeah. away. It wasn't like he needed three, four, five different looks at it. He had one quick look at it, decided no, no penalty, and that was it. All they need to do is, right, referee, go and have a look at the screen and reassess it. Um, hopefully it's just even problems. But like you say, most, I think actually every decision that they needed to look at tonight, they actually got spot on. Yeah. Yeah, a big day mate of a point. VAR takes the time to debate the media backlash before making the call. Uh, maybe that's maybe that's actually a fair point. And and do you know what, Kerr? Um, the comments are just coming that fast. Um, I'm going to bring this up actually. Um, Drew Bear channel member, Borna, Borna also right on it tonight. We have been quick in the past to come out and criticise Borna when he's deserved the criticism, absolutely. But when a player's received quite a bit of criticism. 
when when they play well, you have to highlight it. And again, Borna tonight, that was the old Borna. He was, he was getting forward, he was linking up with Kent, wasn't he? He was trying to go by a man and put a cross him, which done a few times, and he defensively he was good. So that's what you can ask for your fullbacks. And when Borna plays well, we know he's a good player. It's when he he frustrates us because we know how he can be. And in our times when he's poor, we think, no, Borna's better than us, but we all know he's a confidence guy, isn't he? But yeah. no, if Borna can pull out for the rest of the season, I'll be very happy because he's balls into the box sometimes, that's superb. And he's just a very good footballer when he wants to be. It's just like somebody else mentioned, he's, his confidence is back and that's good to see. So hopefully it stays there. And he even tried to pass a ball to a fan tonight as well, which I, I thought was nice. I thought was nice. Just, there you go, have that. Probably, probably deserved that. Well, see, Martin, the team in a whole look fitter. Yes. And they yeah. have been for a while, and I think that helps. Because at times, some of the players, like after 60 minutes, look like they're blowing. But in the last few weeks, we're getting back to the fitness we had maybe 18 months ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and listen, it's a good point. It's a good point. And it'll be interesting to see how that actually develops towards the end of the season. To see if, if we if we do get much much fitter, yeah. um, which will then bring back the debate about you know the the, the coaching team under G, under Gio, no doubt at the end of the season. Um, Craig, should Hearts have had a penalty? Um, did Goldson handle the ball? What I would like to say is that. Oh, no. see when you start, see when you start a sentence with. What I would like to say, you know that you're going to go the opposite way from what everybody no, comment wants you to go. For me, it wasn't a penalty, but I would like to say that it's really nice of Connor Goldson to dangle that little carrot of a conspiracy. Um, clearly, 87 minutes of nothing really debatable going on, and he thinks, oh, I'll just I'll give him something to nibble on uh, over the next few days. But no, for me, it wasn't a penalty. Um, yes, it's sort of come up off, of, off, of, up, off his thigh, um, easy for me to say. Um, but like I said on the telly, he's... His arm wasn't out. It wasn't in a natural position. And I don't think, actually, it even touched his arm. I think it's more come off his ribs. Um, so, for me, if that had been given, I'd have been absolutely absolutely fuming. Care? Is it a conspiracy? Yeah. No, I've seen, I've seen him given, Martin. But as Stacey says, the rules are, it comes off the body, not the hand. That is near penalty. But you've seen him given, haven't you? And other games, and just because it's happened to Connor again and because it's happened to Rangers, then... No doubt people will be talking about it for the next seven days or t- so until the next match and t- or until the next VAR decision. So it's just one of the things. He, he couldn't stop it from happening. It's just happened. So it's not a penalty. But like I said, I expect him maybe to give it, but he never. Is it one of those ones, Kerr, where if they give the penalty, there's not going to be much complaints in terms of the handball rules up in the air. Nobody really knows yeah. what it is. It's all over the place. I suppose that it would be a completely different conversation. If that was 0-0 or 1-0 to us and that happens, I suppose there's probably more outrage about it because there's a possibility that it could possibly be a penalty. But I cannot... Uh, listen, I get what you're saying. It's it's, it's not a big deal. It's, it's I think it's a completely different conversation if it happened to another player by a Rangers player. I think if it happens to Rangers, then the conversation is totally different and it happens to anybody else. You just have to look at the tackle that Nicky Clark made. And if that happened to Nicky Clark against another game, he gets sent off, there's no debate. Mm-hmm. But it happens against Rangers, there's a debate, and it's a debate with sports scene, and then it gets, he gets his red card overturned, which went to VAR and went to uh, two referees. So yeah. he had to still overturn it because of 
trial by sports scene. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's bonkers, man. Scottish football's still in the backwaters because of the, the attention against Rangers. It's not attention against anybody else. It's Rangers and then everybody else. And it's the big bad Rangers as always, Martin. It's, it's, it's frustrating at times. When you go in to a tackle with your studs shown and a flat foot, um, knee high, with a wee bit of force, it's a red card. But, however, you, you absolutely move on from it. And, oh, CGM, yes. Um, according to Mark Reynolds, and I think this is actually true, I think he's got a point here. Um, the Golden Handball was a penalty to Rangers, not Hearts. I think he's absolutely spot on, by the way. Um, that is a very, very good shout. Um, CGM. <laughs> uh, Craig, obviously, get. I mean, I, actually, Craig, the manager made substitutions. Um, are you surprised that he didn't make them slightly earlier than what he did? Are you surprised he left it until the 70th minute? Not really. While we're talking about VAR, actually, I'm surprised we haven't discussed the big VAR controversy that involved Rangers, which was the Ross County goal last night. Um, oh, yeah. I can't believe it. Everyone seemed to say that it was a Rangers issue. I can't believe it. Of course, they're burning to concede a goal, but there we see, go. See, if I was Hibs, I'd be going to get a lawyer and I'd be, I'd be getting a hold of Rangers because that was shocking what happened to him last night. I didn't even see the incident, but I know it was shocking. Anyway. Um, yeah, so the subs. I, to be honest, I'd sort of, my brain had switched off at this point of the game because we'd, we'd gone 3-0 up. Um, so I didn't even remember what minute it was we made the subs. Um, it was like knew, 71, 72. I knew, I knew we'd made three subs because I saw Cholak and Cholak and Cantwell coming on. Um, Who else got, came on? Uh, <laughs> Ryan Jack, yeah. There you go. <laughs> I was trying to think, we bought five on. It wasn't right and it wasn't it wasn't Larry. Um, yeah, I wasn't really surprised. I think Beal probably just thought we'll, we'll sort of give it it was about five minutes after the third goal, so he's probably thought we'll just sort of settle the game down, make sure we don't give anything away silly for the next five minutes, and then we'll we'll get some subs on. Um, I'm surprised that, and I'll go into probably what Kerr's going to talk about, I'm surprised that Larry wasn't one of the three, but maybe he just thought, I'll bring Ryan Jack on, give, give him a bit more time, um, and then we can bring Alex on a little bit later, should the uh, should the game still be out of sight. Yeah, well, let's, let's park the Lowry, Lowry chat, shall we, and focus more care on Cantwell. Um, Cantwell came on again, obviously got, got his, you know, 20 minutes, 25 minutes. Um, for for only his second game, and I don't know how long, um, and for in a new team, you can just see the, the absolute quality that boy's got. Yeah, his he's balance is superb, isn't it? His awareness about the park and even when I'm in the ball, you think he's a small kind of slight guy, you know, but even somebody's running with him, he's strong at keeping them off and he can hold the ball and I think it was Sabic who was trying to get the ball off him and he was struggling and there's a bit of difference in size here, but he's just a quality Puerto. I can't remember, you can see yeah. he's played at a highest level and you can see he's come here and he's still hungry and he's still got a point to prove, which is good for us because I think he's only going to get better, Martin, I think he will improve us massively. Do you know what I love actually about um, Cantwell, Craig and Tillman, we have got two midfielders there who are amazing going forward, can, can pick a pass, can dribble with the ball, but they can both win the ball back. So if you've got a, if you've got one sitter there, say, let's not even bring Raskin into the conversation yet, right? Say you've got a Ryan Jack back there and you've got Cantwell and Tillman in front of them with Kent and Sakala or, or whoever on the right. 
you've got two midfielders there who can interchange between going forward and coming back, and you've got attacking cover and defensive cover in the in the two positions. Uh, I think they they two in the same midfield would be a threat would be would be frightening for teams. Yeah, he's got both of them have got the ability to track back and get the ball. Um, I said it a while back that I could see Cantwell in this in this league at this level. I could see Cantwell easily playing as number eight. Uh, I know he's played ten or play anywhere. In the past. He can play anywhere. Um, for me, the, and I think Scotty mentioned it on the on the group that the number of free kicks he's win, he's going to win. He's a better looking version of uh, Jack Grealish. The number of free kicks he's going to win us in sort of dangerous areas. Just just like I said about his strength strength of keeping players off the ball um, and winning free kicks where players nudge him off the ball and he and he such. Yeah, it's just unbelievable. For 20 minutes and 60 minutes on Saturday, we've got an absolute bargain getting him in the door now. Yes, we could have got him in the summer, but for me, getting him in now is absolutely the right decision. And then you've and you've still got Raskin to come into that midfield, and you've got Tom Lawrence to come back into that midfield. You've got you've got uh, Hadji to come back into that midfield. Um, I, I, listen, I'm not happy with the board. We've got far too many midfielders. Sack the board. Um, the good thing about Camille Martin is he's got a point to prove to a lot of people who's wrote him off down in England, which is good for us because we want to make that point. Do you know what I mean? So it's good bringing players back in who are young, but they still get fired in their belly to say. I'm going to prove everybody wrong, and he's got, he'll do it because you can see the quality the boy's got. Ah, hundred percent. Ken, I've got a question for you. <laughs> what is it, Stephen Gillespie? Can't remember five pounds <laughs> super chat. Thank you very much, Stephen. <laughs> I, I thought it was going to be a couple a couple of months before we heard this question, right? And that's why I'm staying well clear here, right? I just so if anybody wants to clip this and put it on YouTube. Uh, sorry, put it on Twitter or Facebook. It's no me that's answering the question. Ken, is Cantwell better than Kent? He probably has for the level he's played at compared to Ryan Kent. I mean, he's played in the Premiership. He's... Kent hasn't really, so you probably compare it that way with the level they've played at. So he probably is a better footballer. But they're both at Rangers now, so it's a level playing field. So I'm, I'm happy to have two in the team because facing one's bad enough for defenders, but facing two of them would be a nightmare. You're damn right it will. You're damn right it will. Um, okay. Um, Craig, final thoughts. Uh, we went to Edinburgh. I thought it was going to be a tricky game. I still expected us to win, but I, I didn't expect it to be as comfortable as what it was. Um, is that now the type of performances, type of performances that we should expect to see from Rangers going forward? Is, is this now a different... And it's only one game that we've played really, really, really well. Maybe that's why we're all a wee bit, you know, maybe being over the top, being a bit too hyper, being a bit too happy. Um, but should we expect to see that more often now from Rangers going forward? Yeah, I think the key was two players in midfield. I think had the uh, could sense the eyes in the back of their head from the, from the new midfield who sat in the stand. Uh, I think they raised their game. Which for me was the was the key thing because they they put their stamp on the game really early. Um, the attacking players do their business, but off off too often recently we've lost a bit of impetus in the middle, not get the ball moving quick enough. Kamara and Lundstrom for me were were fantastic. Um, two two men of the match from two men of the match for me were Davies and Goldson. I thought they were absolutely outstanding at the back, and uh, the commentators made a good point that it's now eight eight games in a row that back four's played um together. So that's only gonna be be a good thing, sort of having that consistency. Yes, the goalkeepers might have changed and the players in front of them might have changed, but 
that back four is is getting that understanding. Um, for me, I, I said before the game, every player needed to play seven and a half, eight out of ten, and I think every one of them did um, tonight. So, no, absolutely no complaints from me on tonight's performance. And do you know what, Kerr? I've not even mentioned Glenn Kamara yet, who, again, I, I thought had his best game in a long time tonight. He was outstanding. We could go through every player and talk, and, and the back four were solid. They look as if they're getting to know each other so much better. Um, it's, it's, they're going to be formidable for any attacker in this league. Um, we could talk about so much more, but just very, very quickly on Glenn Kamara, he, he was excellent. I don't know. I don't know what else to say. No, there's not a lot. Glenn was very good. Averin, he kept Avram simply won the ball back with the pass off. He was out in the left, out in the right. He was making runs for folks where they could pass to him. He was sitting deep when, when Hearts did have the ball to get it back. He was pressing. He was everywhere. He was Glenn Kamara old and. That's a Glenn Kamara we all know, and Glenn Kamara we all we're always saying was worth 15, 20 million, do you know that way? So listen, if he can continue that to the end of the season, we'll all be happy. But it's very difficult to see who's man in match tonight because I thought everybody had a really, really good game. And I was obviously a bit critical of Campbell, no Campbell. Eh, Tolman and Lundstrom at the start of the game, but I thought both of them were superb. But I thought Glenn was up there. I thought Ham and Golson were superb this evening, both of them. So I'd probably say one of the two in for man of the match. This is one of these games where it's it's that difficult to pick a man in a match, you just give it to Alfie because he scored two goals. Yeah. That's it's it's one of those games, it's so so difficult. And look, we, we can sit here and, and wax lyrical about the players, etc., which is right, which we should. But I think a, a lot of kudos and a, and a lot of credit, Craig, has to go to the manager. Yeah, I I think Borna gets the man of the match for me for his community service of making sure the Hearts fans in the in the stand can catch a ball. Not many football players are that generous. Oh no, um, yeah. Uh, the manager for me gets a massive pat on the back tonight. He, you could tell really early. He'd set them out with a game plan of go at them. Don't let them, don't let them have any any time on the ball. Um, Shanklin for me was anonymous. He had one chance um, where he probably should have scored. Where we went he through towards yeah. the end. Um, and McGregor's slightly put him off, but you'd still expect a, a striker in his form to score. Apart from that, he was he was pretty anonymous, and I think that's the back four, Martian and him. Um, yeah, manager. I'm and to be honest, I'm sure if I know Michael Beale, and I don't know him personally, but if I know him as a footballing man, he'll probably look at the game tomorrow and pick pick out things that he's not happy with, which which you should, which only is a positive because a manager could go there and go right. We've played really well, one three nil. Happy days, and he'll still be he'll still yeah. be picking holes in things, which which can only be a good thing going forward. A hundred percent, absolutely agree. Okay, folks, thank you everybody for tuning in. It's, it's been one of the better reactions I think we've done for a for a while. A, a, a complete performance. Um, of course, you can all, you can improve on everything in football. Um, you, you're never finished. You're never the the complete team. Um, but tonight was excellent. For every player, I've got no arguments for any player tonight. The management team have come in and they've been outstanding. Um, Bill still hasn't lost a game. Um, this Rangers team looks as if it's only going to get better. We went to the third best team in the league tonight to their home ground and we pulled their pants down and we spanked them. It was it was easy, it was convincing, and I'm a very, very, very happy man. So thank you to Care, thank you to Craig, thank you to everybody for tuning in. Um I'm hoping to be back tomorrow morning with a morning rabble at 11. 
Um, keep your eye on the community page. Keep the notifications switched on. And, of course, we've got our members show tomorrow night, and then we're back at half past seven on normal YouTube on Friday. And then we've got all the stuff that we do at the weekend. So if you're not subscribed on YouTube yet, do. Get in the description if you want to become a member. You can join as a member as well. The link for that is in the description. Follow us on all the social channels as well. So I'll let you all go to bed. Thank you for tuning in. And you know what? Good night. Sports Social Podcast Network.